Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that ball. From Nakamegado, Japan, this is Magic on the Blacktop, the only NBA podcast where two idiots? I don't think we had that one yet. Geniuses? Either one. Masterminds? One of those is accurate. Open a pack of 95-96 upper deck trading cards and draft a fantasy basketball team. My name is Peter. This is Ian. We are done with the formalities. Done with the nicknames. You're, you're an enemy now. Okay. You're not a mixer or a Saruna skipper or nothing. It's I ne- me versus you. And I never was a Barkley beggar, just to get that on the record. You are a presumptive loser of Caesar <laughs> 1. I'm not giving you any credit. This is Mr. Ian Rudd. Of Caesar 1? Yeah, season one. This is season you said one. Caesar, like Julius Caesar. <laughs> well, I hope somebody stabs you in the back. I, look, I'm a little, okay. I'm a little geeked. I'm a little excited. I'm yep. amped up for this. It all came down to this: twelve weeks of laughter and, quite frankly, bullshit that you got Michael Jordan. But it's it, what a fun twelve weeks. Though. Let's it's go, been can, we, can we say that before we start insulting each other? Which I imagine this. So, for anyone new to the show, this is the roundup. We have basically over the last twelve weeks, we have opened a pack each week of ninety-five, ninety-six upper deck tr- basketball trading cards. We've picked a player each per week, and we now have our final t- team of twelve players each. This is the review show where we both kind of try and convince each other why. Well, who has the best team? And yeah. I have a feeling it's just going to turn into petty insults and nothing's going to get resolved. Do, do, do you think that's going to... Is that, is no, that, you're is so that accurate? stupid. Okay. Wait, yeah, you're right. It might be just that. So here's the thing, though. It's like, obviously, we're both biased. My team, the blockers. No, I'm, I'm trying... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be as fair. Okay, that's and... what I was going to say. So hold on a minute. Well, they, you might think we're biased. Yeah. But I've approached this with an open mind. I've, I've tried to limit outside influences... I've done my own research. I know you've done yours. Well, stats don't lie. That's right. And so, well, they kind of do, but that's okay. That's Pete logic. Depends, okay. with, depends which ones you choose. Depends yeah. <laughs> so the thing that I'm looking forward to is now that they're finally assembled, and I don't know your starting lineup yet, and you don't know mine, but we can look at the positions, we can talk about the matchups, and then we can play it out. Yeah. So I would just say, before we get started, anyone new to the show, I wouldn't use this episode as a starting block because it's not going to make much sense. If you're brand new to it and this is the first time you're listening, go back, listen to some of the other ones when we pick our actual teams. Because now, you know, I think I think having that kind of little bit of background knowledge is really going to make this a, a, a more fun thing to listen to. Yeah. And if you disregard that, enjoy the show. Yeah, okay. You get to see the final product. These are the players that we picked. Uh, we're not even going to go over the rules. It's already done. The mm. teams are done. Listen to an old one. So look... All right. I had my own plan for this. And I told Ian before I just arrived and I said, okay, I want to I wanna go position. And you said, oh, no, no, no. Don't worry, mate. We're just going to just do it in my way. Freewheel it. No, freestyle. We don't need to think too much about it. We've got our teams. We talk about our teams. We both agree mine is better. And then we move on. To so the, wait, to the, that's all it is? Pretty much. So the show's almost done. That's yeah. easy. Okay. okay, jammers win. Okay, so. My, my team. The blocker, the Kansas blockers. From the heart of America, the Midwest, where hospitality reigns, we are the Kansas blockers, mm. blocking the injustices that the Essex jammers shove down your throats every week. That's your team, the Essex jammers. I'm aware of which, my team. Which, to be but... frank, I'm not quite certain England should be given a team, and if they were, I'm not, I don't know why they chose Essex. Well, let's let's just clarify. We were given a uh, not an 
NFL franchise, but an NFL Europe franchise once. And we ran that into the ground. So I think you're right. We can't <laughs> be trusted. The team? What was the, the team called? The London Monarchs with William the Fridge Perry at 47 oh, right. years That's old. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, they were given a team for whatever reason. And somehow the blockers and the jammers have made it to the championship game. Best of seven series. Yeah. And this will be simulated on NBA Live 2001 on a PSX. And station alert, this will be live in by tomorrow when you hear this. T- tomorrow. Mm. Monday, the 21st in Japan, mm-hmm. starting at high noon, where the showdown begins. Tune into Twitch. The Twitch channel is Premier 2. I chose the British spelling of Premier. But not the British pronunciation, I noticed. How do- Premier 2. How did I say it? Premier. Okay, well, <laughs> Premier 2. Is that better? Yep. Okay, Premier 2. No numbers. It's Premier, T-W-O. Oh. And we're going we're gonna to be flashing that on our, our magic blacktop. Twitter. Yes, I got it. The Magic Blacktop Twitter. We're going to have it on our Instagram. Magic on the Blacktop. Magic on the Blacktop. And you can also maybe find something on the website. So that's where we're going to stream it. All of the games will be simulated by the CPU. We cannot play. We are only observers in this great battle. That's it. All right. So, yeah, as Pete mentioned, the show is going to have a bit of a different layout. So there's not going to be any cards. Unless we run out of things to say in five minutes, we might open a couple of packs, but I don't think that's going to happen. I, I hope, hope that's does. not going to happen. To the packs. Um, yeah, no packs, but we're going to talk about our team. So this is going to be a very stat-heavy show. We are, um, I think, be looking in quite depth at uh, each player and kind of their accolades and their stats throughout their careers. So, um, yeah, a bit of a different show this week. Very quickly, I'm just going to name, not in, in any particular order, these are not necessarily starters, whatever. I'm just going to name the players on Pete's team and on my team. I'll and name your let's... team, thank you. Okay, go ahead. After you. Okay. You want me to name your team? Yes. Okay, so Pete has chosen Jason Kidd, Clyde Drexler, Dan Marley, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal, Carl Malone, Damon Stoudemire, Michael Finley, Detla Schrempf, Sean Kemp, Dikimbi Matombo, and Vin Baker. <laughs> Going against them is. I need a minute to. Okay. That was exciting. Um, well, they're not bad. What a team. My God. Uh, I will give you some respect. Ian has chosen, as the general manager must, Joe Dumars, Michael Jordan, Glenn Robinson, Kevin Garnett, Hakeem Olajuwon, Tim Hardaway, Reggie Miller, Dennis Scott, Chris Weber, Robert Parrish, Vlade Divac, and. Last week, he acquired Dennis Rodman. Mm. Quite the team. Quite the team. I'm very curious how you'll assemble this little hodgepodge of uh, very difficult players to manage, to be honest. A lot of attitudes in there. Obviously, I think you're basing that solely on Dennis Rodman. Oh, yeah. Michael Jordan, a saint. Forgot about him. What did he ever do? What did he ever do to anyone? <laughs> Joe Dumars, oh, from the winning. bad boy Pistons. No, Forgot no, no, about no, no. that. How, no. I know. He was actually a good man. He, he was, was a good man on a bad team. Good team, but Vlade Divac, the flopper. Stop trying to find Chris Webber. Actually, he was actually pretty. Yeah, they're right. Reggie Miller just making choke signs at center court. You're okay. right. A real bunch of angels. You want to talk about players and their and their, and their morals? Uh, no, let's not get into it. Okay, Jason Kidd. Yeah, he's the coach. Carmelo. Oh, Got great few, man. He loves a legitimate, illegitimate trial, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard that story yet. Okay. He loves legitimate everything. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, you're right. So we maybe we shouldn't get into the personal details. This is on the court action. Well, fortunately, this show does not take into consideration the players' personal lives. We are just interested on their on-court activities. So, And, and I had my own way of preparing this, but you, we've said the teams. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you want to go about this? Well, I'll tell you what. So what I've done is... Okay. 
for each player on both our teams, I've got a few. Um, I've got their stats, their their averages for their career, and they're also their totals. But on top of that as well, I, I tried to figure out a few different categories that, you know, it might be, it might make good conversation to talk about these different ranking kind of systems that are in place. So the first thing I've got is <clears throat> for each player across both teams, I have their NBA 2K21 rating. Now, you, the, the thing about NBA 2K games is that there are different editions of players. You know, there's like, there might be, for example, the um, Orlando Shack, and there might be the all-star yeah, whatever shack triple diamond, yeah exactly there are different versions and and this the scorings are all over the place however nba 2k21 just came out so they haven't released all these extra more many of these extra ones yet but what they do have and what pretty much everyone apart from three players across both our teams what they have is an all-time like so there's an all-time orlando team yeah, there's yeah. an all-time lakers team there's an all-time and like I said, out of our uh, 24 players, 21 of them are on these all-time teams. So what I've done is, again, don't know how much we can take from this, but it's, it's worth looking at. I've taken um, the all-time, the player from the all-time team. Right. And if they're on two all-time teams, for example, like we just said, Shaq, he's on the all-time Orlando team, an all-time Lakers team. I have taken the one with the higher score. Okay. So we've got Lakers, Shaq. We've got, there's a few other, there's uh, Tim Hardaway could have been Golden State. Could, Rockets. Exactly. Or, or yeah. yeah. And, and, and normally it's pretty similar, but there might be a couple of points. Like the Rockets uh, Drexler wasn't as good as the Portland Drexler. Of course. So, right. so I've taken the highest score from it. So that's one. Let me just go through each one first. Wait, 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 wait. Before you do so, mm. I want to tell you, I also used these stats to modify the stats of our NBA Live 2001 players. Okay. This is the resource I was using. Now, 2K21 or 2K20? It's the they have a site that's like a stats. Yes, it's 2K21 okay. or 2K20. The main thing is this: those stats do not translate one to one into NBA Live 2001, and some of the stats don't exist at all. Like right, the right, parameters. right, right. So normally, just in case you're curious, a player may say like Michael Jordan may be a 98 overall hmm. in NBA 2K21. Hmm. He may end up as like an overall of 95 or 94 based on. But he's still the highest of all available players. Right. Okay. So we've got the NBA 2K21 scores. Okay. Now ESPN Ooh. did a top 74 players of all time. I don't know why it was 74. Maybe there, there must be a reason for Cheryl it. Cheryl Ford was probably 75 and they were mad at him. Oh, yeah. Did he? Did he? Uh, Let's not get into it. What time's he coming on? Uh, it's at the end of the show. Be ready for a special <laughs> okay. guest. Um, so I've got the, for any of our players who made that ranking. Uh, their their position and how many on each team made it. Then Bleacher Report. So the, the two external websites I've gone to are ESPN and Bleacher Report. Bleacher Report had a top 100 players of all time quite recently. So I've I've, I've covered any that are in there. Also, ESPN and Bleacher Report do per uh, each position. They have a top 10 of all time. So I've done if any of our players appear in that. Okay. Next we get into more specific stats, not based on anyone's opinion or anything like that. We have number of MVPs. Season MVPs. Ooh. Number of Defensive Player of the Years. Ooh. Number of Championships won. This is per player. That seems useless. Number of Finals MVPs. 
That's well, important. it's not. It's not useless. Well, I mean, like in, in the grand conversation of things, nah. when you talk about why is John, why is Carmelo, or why is Charles Barkley not as highly regarded as other players, people always say, "Well, he hasn't got a championship." That, that's, you, those we those can't. Are stupid. Though. Yeah, but we can't ignore that. That's not a thing that comes up. Great player. You disagree that great players win a championship? That's I not part of the legacy. Basketball is not a one-on-one game. It's here. not. But you, you're saying that that's not a legacy. That's not something people even look at when they're talking about the I legacy say of a stupid player. People look at it. Okay. And I want them to know right now that if you look next week when we talk about who won this series don't look at Ian less because he doesn't have a championship ring and I do okay uh, finals MVP counts now that's important uh, NBA first team important join. and that's across all three NBA first teams there's NBA because um, I didn't want to include second teams and third teams which and I think is like actually that. kind of useful but it that's will fine. be but this spreadsheet will just get out of control otherwise uh, finally uh, two more all-star game appearances a fun thing to mention and whether or not currently they're in the Hall of Fame. So, would you like, before, we'll look at position by position shortly, but before we go into that, should I just tell you the totals of those things per team? So, I see. So, you're saying the Pete's Kansas Blockers has a 42 all-defensive first-team players awards. Like that? Uh, yeah. Exactly. I would like that at the end. Okay. I genuinely would. Okay. I want to go position by position, and then I want to hear how do our teams make a thing, and then I want to discuss who has the better team. Okay. That's what I really want. Okay. I want to jump right into point guards, okay. and I want to say it's this versus that. Who you got? Okay. All right. So, is that okay with you, sir? Sure. Let's do that. I am more interested in hearing the total scores, but I think it should be done after we've debated these players. Okay. Do not lose those. I also have Bill Simmons, top 100 players of all time, and I'll tell you if one of our players makes it into his ranking of the pyramid. Sounds good. All right. Spoiler, Let's Michael bring Jordan's this. number one. Let's bring this all together. Okay, so if you're still with us, we're going to start with the traditional place to begin, the point guard, the showrunner. Mm. Now, without in going into specifics, I'm just going on the, the website. Mm-hmm. Jason Kidd and Joe Dumars are lacing him up. What can you tell me about Jason Kidd? About Jason Kidd? Okay. Yep. So, I'm going to read off some of these stats Ooh, that I, I just can't mentioned. Wait. Okay. Jason Kidd. So, in NBA 2K21, okay. he has a total score of 96. This game is bullshit. No, I'm kidding. That's really you good. You should be happy with that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was surprised that of all the all-time, all-team stats, his highest was with the Brooklyn Nets. I thought it would have been with the Mavs, but then again, he was no, a rookie. No, see, when and... he went to Brooklyn, he was damaged goods, and everyone cast him out. And it was it was not Brooklyn. It was the New Jersey Nets. New Jer- oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. said, like, he can't win it. He'd already been on the Suns. He'd been traded away from the Mavericks. Mm. Everyone was like, he's done, because he had an injury. Okay. He came back and took him to the finals. You're right, actually. They did, didn't they? That Kerry Kittles, Kenyon Martin, that, that team. Yeah, you're right. Okay. I hate Kenyon Martin. So he's, he's 96. Okay. ESPN Top 74. Puts him at, oh, go ahead. Of all time, 35th. I had thought it'd be a little higher. But really? okay. Yeah. Really? No. <laughs> uh, Hoping. Do you know what's insane? What? Bleacher Report Top 100, also 35. Okay, so we've got some consistency. Yeah. Uh, ESPN, on the top 10 point guards of all time. I think he's got to be number two. He's eighth. Oh, come on. And who's ahead of him? In Bleacher Report, top okay. 10 point guards of all time. Yeah. Stockton. He's, he's number seven. What? Who do these guys got? Maybe they got like Steph Curry or something now. Hold on, let's have a look. Because I that I honestly think that's ridiculous. Okay, I've just opened up the Bleacher Report site. So they're top 10 point guards of all time. Ready? Number one? Stockton. Magic Johnson. Fair. 
Number two. Stockton. Steph Curry. Oh, okay. So they're going modern with it. Well, all time. All time. Yeah, I know, but I don't know when this list was made because even three it's years they're, ago. They're both recent. They're both okay. very recent. I get it. I get it. Number three, Oscar Robertson. The big O. The big O. I'd put, I have always said I'd put him very high. Number four, the logo, Jerry West. Oh, well, this is quite so it's, surprising. It's, it's spanning the entire NBA. So yeah. as good, you know, I think if any player makes a top 10 in this, we're not going to have many on either right. team that sure, makes a sure, top 10. Sure. Number five is interesting. Chris Paul. That's a terrible decision. Really? He never even made it to a conference finals. Mr. Count the Championships. Whereas John Stockton did make it to two finals back to back and only ran into the best player of all time. Number six, John Stockton. Yep. Number seven, Jason Kidd. Okay. Number eight, Steve Nash. Number nine, Russell Westbrook. And number 10, Isaiah Thomas. That's, That's very that. fascinating. So you're telling me in this era, I have the second best point guard. I could have had the first. You remember that? Yeah, remember I do. I remember. But if I didn't have then, I'm going to be asking have. you, where's Michael Finley on the you best would. shooting guards <laughs> list of all time? So the thing is this. That's quite interesting. So I'm surprised they put him eighth and put some of the like, Jerry West and stuff. But okay. Okay. But that's, I mean, top 10 on either of those lists. Amazing. Yeah. Um, we're talking all time. He has a championship. Yep. He was in 10 NBA All-First teams. Amazing. He was in 10 All-Star games. He's in the Hall of Fame. Jason Kidd. What about defense? Uh, defensive player. He didn't win Defensive Player of the Year. Actually, you know, there's only been one point guard ever to win Defensive Player of the Year. Do you know Joe that? Dumas. No, it was Gary Payton. But I, I'm pretty sure Jason Kidd made all first team defense teams. Wait, I'm saying all first team. So how many did he have? I don't know. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I put together NBA all first team, NBA all first defensive team in one thing. So I, the vast majority of those would be all defensive. Right. So, so he was a four-time all-NBA so first there's, defense there's team. There's three. There's all NBA first team. Yes. There's all NBA first defensive team. Yes. And there's all NBA first rookie team. Okay. So those three, I've just on my spreadsheet, I've put them as all first team because they are the. So how many did he have? Ten. Oh, I see what you're saying. I, see. I don't know. Just because this spreadsheet would be, you know, I've got 24 players, so it'd be out of control, and I, I just thought it'd be an interesting thing. I get you. My about. bad. So ten. I don't. I'm guessing seven, or he would have definitely been in the rookie team, all first team, like best point guard in the entire NBA. There might have been a couple of seasons. So. I'm going to say seven of them were defensive. No, it was a four-time defensive first team, five-time All-NBA first team. Wow, five-time, wow. Fair play, and one-time All-First rookie team. Yeah, so. and I'm surprised you even kept the rookies. It's kind of a shorter list. But I think the thing about Jason Kidd that we're looking at, great court vision, one of the best uh, passing uh, point guards of all time, without a question. Absolutely. He's got lockdown defense in the point guard position. I think that against Joe D, it's going to be really close. Those two guys are going to battle. Yep. So Jason Kidd averaged uh, 12.6 points per game. Which, you know, is kind of interesting. We're talking across these. So, yeah. well, that's the Started thing. slow. That's the thing about him. He wasn't an out-and-out scorer. The, the, the thing that makes Jason Kidd so great is how good he was across the board. But literally, I don't think there's ever been a point guard who rebounds like Jason Kidd. No, Jason. Russell Westbrook, maybe. Well, oh yeah, that's a good point. But, but yeah, I know what you mean. In the, this era, eight, especially. Through, this, you know, through his career, 8.7 rebounds a game. That's incredible. You know, that's what separates him from from other point guards. I always thought he had great anger management, too, uh, which well, made him also, I feel like, am I the only person who has a player coach? Someone who's laced him up on the sidelines? Um, Does that give me an edge? I've got a GM. Got a G- uh, <laughs> um, As it stands right now, with I our limited right. knowledge, Jason Kidd is a full-time coach, uh, was at least. And he's, so that, he's on the Lakers now, isn't he? Yeah, he's an assistant. I saw him today on the bench. Nice. Seeing, uh, I watched the game. Um... So here's the thing. I think uh, Jason Kidd, obviously a Hall of Fame player, fantastic. So I'll tell you what, just to, just to compare, 
So your starting point guard is probably Jason. We can say now. Yeah, he's I'm choosing Jason. Okay, my starting point guard is going to be Joe Dumas. And just to compare, NBA 2K21, like we said, Jason Kidd, 96. Joe Dumas? 93. Correct. Is that right? Yeah, that's absolutely correct. Uh, right. Overrated a he little didn't, bit. He didn't make the ESPN Top 74. <laughs> wow. Well, they're just giving out him points. However, he did make the Bleacher Report Top 100 at What's position seven, 92? 78. Okay, not bad. Two NBA championships. Okay. One finals MVP. You don't get many of them. No, that was a big time play too. It was 89. And uh, five NBA all-first teams. I think they were all, all defensive ones. Pretty much. Six all-star games. Um, average 16.1 points per game across his career. So how about this? Jason you, Kidd is the better point guard. Yeah, absolutely. He's the top. But I want to give Joe, Joe D some credit. I looked up a little stats on him, right? He was mm. the very first NBA sportsman of the year. Really? Like, just good man. They created the award for him, maybe. Maybe he, with Maybe him. they thought, we need to, you know, this Joe's going out of his way to be a good guy. We need yep. to, on a team of bad boys. And at one point, I can't remember the exact day, he tied an NBA season record for three-pointers in a game with 10. Wow, I didn't know that. That was obviously been broken since then. But at that time, he said, co-shared co, co the record with another player. Now, I think your analysis is a little strange. So I'm going to I'm gonna take over part of it. Just okay. so people, because I don't understand this all-NBA first team and defensive team total. Uh, Joe Dumars never made an all-NBA first team. Well, At okay. any point. He was in four defensive first teams. So... Yeah, but then, okay, my reasoning for doing that is because I didn't think it was going to be a, a major discussion point. You but if I've got so? NBA first team, NBA second team, NBA third team, NBA defensive team, NBA rookie, like, where does it stop? Like this, this, Well, I think that for me... It, it's the, an hour and ten minute podcast. I know, I understand, but I think <laughs> NBA first teams are the important part. Okay. That's I, well, really, I don't have that data, so I've got yeah, if you want to read that. So don't yeah. worry. And I think all NBA defensive first teams are important. So, like, if you're the if you're the best point guard in the NBA and mm. you make that list, that's important. Mm. And if you're the best defensive player at your position in the NBA, that's important. Mm-hmm. Those are the two I look at. Rookie of the year, I'm not too interested in. Uh, just one thing to note: Jason Kidd was a five-time assist leader. Joe Dumars never held that distinction. So, who you got? You got Joe D or Jason Kidd? Who do you think got the edge? Jason Kidd. Absolutely. Unfortunately, there are backups. And you have the UTEP two-step. I do. And uh, I've got Damon Sotomayor. I'm uh, going to quickly just tell you their two scores across those three things, if, sure. whether or not they made any of the teams. So, um, Uh-oh. Damon Sotomayor. Yep. His overall score, what do you reckon? Ah, uh, so he is on he is on the all-time Toronto Raptors 91, team. then. 87. I said 89 first. Yep. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, and the only... Uh, he was an he he was in the NBA All Rookie Team. I think he was Rookie of the Year, wasn't he that year? I hope he was. Yeah, I think he was. But he was in the All. all I've got him I got. in. A, well, I've got one in the column for NBA All First Team, so I presume it's the Rookie. It's not one. that one. Yeah, it's the Rookie <laughs> Award. Um, so Damon Sadamite. So then, if we go to Tim Hardaway. So Tim Hardaway. What do you reckon? NBA Two K. Well, I'm a little confused. Joe Dumars. I think they overrated. They gave him a 93. I'm going to say that UTEP Two Steps 92 or 91. 91. Yep. He creeps in to the Bleacher Report Top 100 at 99. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, you've bitch. got a creeper too. You've got a creeper coming up. In the all-time 74, you've got a cheeky 73 coming up. So, Good. Uh, I thought you called me a creeper. <laughs> okay. I call you that every day. Yeah. Um, Tim Hardaway made two NBA first teams. Sorry, you're right. I should have separated these out more, but I, I don't know. Because I'm not. I'm curious which first teams he made. Was it defense or was it like? Okay. A, like was he the best point guard? We can we can certainly look into that. Well, in a, Tim Hardaway wasn't known for his defense, but he had a sure. couple of NBA seasons where he was. He was, you know, he was a five-time well, All Star. But that would be incredible to me if he was a two-time first-team 
That means he was the best point guard in the NBA twice. Okay, give me one second. I'd be, I'm faster than you, my God. He was an All-NBA first team once, and in the All-Rookie team, I imagine. Okay. So yeah, All-NBA rookie first team. So that's incredible. He was the best point guard in 1997. I mean, he was really good. He, he was a five-time All-Star. That's And he was a three-time second team NBA, which means there was only one person better than him at playing point guard in the NBA. Probably That's Jason insane. Kidd or yeah, yeah. John Stockton, one of the two. Or Gary Payton. Yeah, true. It's possible. Um, so this is quite fascinating. And this is where I think it breaks down on this position. Let me see. Let me just throw this at you. Hmm. Not a stout. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. I think I'm top heavy. I got Jason Kidd, and I think I got a major advantage there. He can do amazing things with the ball, and I've got a lot of scores on my team, and I think he can feed him the rock. Okay. You've got Joe Dumars and Tim Hardaway, who I think are like two and three on the depth chart. Like Jason Kidd's one, then it goes Joe D, then Tim Hardaway, and I think it's a chasm <laughs> until we have Damon Stoudemire. All right. For each position, let's do that then. So you got the one, yep. I got the two and three. I got, got the, the four. <laughs> you got the <laughs> 19. Yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> Taking the ball off the court. So my, my, my analysis of this is this is where I'm confused on who has the edge. I think that if, traditionally speaking, our point guards can play 38 a game or 40 a game, or this is the championship, right? I feel my team's got the edge. But if Jason Kidd gets into foul trouble or has some kind of turnovers or an injury, my God. Then it, it, you're right. You've got the best player, but overall it could be close depending on how we rotate. I think that's the best conclusion we can come to at the moment. It's a tough call, but who do you think's got the edge? you got to make a pick. Well, I'm going to say me just because... But give me a reason why. Because Damon Stoudemire is nowhere near as good as the other three players mentioned. Okay, I'm going to... You're going to go with the jammers then. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're going to run... You have a better rotation. Yeah. But you have a better player in Jason and I'm going I, I with completely the blockers. agree with that. And I'm, I'm going to go with the blockers, and I'm going to lean heavy on Kidd being able to play 39 a game. Okay. Hope he doesn't throw any french Don't fries or get technical fouls. If, foul. yeah, if okay. I can keep Damon out of the game... <laughs> what, a, what a coach you are. as much as Damon, possible. Damon, I I, I, we need a chat. Now... Don't actually want you to put your shoes on. Yes. <laughs> if you could just, just if you sit could, there, don't move. <laughs> if you could just get the water ready, the gate ready. That'd be brilliant. That's my hope. Is that the less Damon... is that one of your players doesn't make an appearance yes. on the court? <laughs> yes, okay. absolutely. Fair so enough. I think I, I'm going to go with the blockers. Has the best point guard uh, situation as okay. long as we can get maximum minutes at a kid. Well, what is maximum minutes really? Thirty nine a game. So that's still ten. The the what's his name needs to make up. Oh wait, you're right. I meant forty. I thought there was forty. You're playing 12, point guard 24, 48 minutes 48. a game. <laughs> okay. okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna pay. I'm gonna play him forty, forty four, forty five. <laughs> okay. Jordan plays like fifty two of the forty eight. No, absolutely not. But, nah, no, right. I stand by it. Thirty nine to forty. If okay. I can get him ten, like you know, two minutes at the end of each. Okay. Well, that's good to know. We're going to get him in foul trouble. We're going to we're going to play for that. All right, there you go. All right, moving on to shooting guard. Okay, so let's go through these quite quickly. Okay, shooting guard. Are we are we running out of time? Well, I think we got a lot to go through, so let's. Uh... I'll go through this one. You did the last one. Okay. Looking at Clyde Drexler and MJ first. Hmm. Those are the two presumptive starters. Mm-hmm. Clyde Drexler did have an NBA championship. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan had six. That's weird. Um. Anyway, Clyde Drexler was a ten-time All Star. MJ was fourteen times. Season MVPs, the big one, MJ5, Drexler 0. Finals MVP, the second big one, MJ6, Drexler 0. All-NBA first team, Michael Jordan 10, Drexler 1. All-NBA teams, total selections. I just want you to know that Drexler had 5. Maybe Jordan, sec. Jordan you know, had 20. I know, but I, he had 11, but that's okay. No, no. I haven't gotten to the defensive teams okay. yet. It gets worse. Okay. All-defensive 
first team. Hmm. Drexler, uh, Goose Egg, Jordan, nine. Hmm. Nine! Hmm. And Defensive Player of the Year once. I was about to tell you. He was Defensive Player of the Year once as a shooting guard. 86. 85, 86. That's freaking bananas. Yeah. I can't believe it. Jordan doesn't get enough credit for his defense. I think he got plenty enough just now. Thank you. Well, thank you. Yeah, you made up for it. And I want you to know he was a 10-time scoring leader. Ten seasons We're in the NBA. We're Michael Jordan. Come I know. On, it's, uh, yeah. But it's fun to be celebratory. Yeah. He I was mean... a three-time steals leader. And, of course, he was Rookie of the Year. This is tough. So tell me, what do you think about this matchup? And uh, how can you make it a little bit better for me? Okay, before you've given the real stats, I'm just going to go just compare on the other stats that we've been going through. So, very quickly. Jordan, NBA 2K21. What oh, do you yeah. reckon? I'm going to say 98. He's a 99. Wow. Clyde Drexler. 96. 97. ESPN Top 74, where's Jordan? One. Correct. Clyde Drexler? 20. So this is insane because all of the ESPN Top 74 and Uh, the uh, Bleacher Report Top 100, they're all kind of similar, except for Clyde Drexler. ESPN and Bleacher Report have wildly different estimations of how good Clyde Drexler was. Bleacher Report, so uh, let's just get this out there. Jordan is number one across the board for everything. (laughs) <laughs> like, I mean, it's Michael Jordan. I mean, he's, he's, he's ESPN Top 100 number one. Uh, you know, okay, Bleacher yeah, Report. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Clyde Drexler, Bleacher Report Top 100, 27. Well, I said 20, yeah. Clyde Drexler, ESPN Top 74. 60-something. 57. Jeez. I want it to be noted that on Bill Simmons' pyramid, Michael Jordan obviously was number one. ESPN and Bleacher Report both have Clyde Drexler as the fifth best shooting guard of all time. Okay, when he was number 44 on his pyramid, Bill Simmons' pyramid. 44? Well, that's uh, kind of in between yeah. what Bleacher so, Report and ESPN, so... Okay, so let me get... A very contrasting player. I want to see who these other players are in this top 10. Um, on on Bleacher Reports or ESPN? He's five on both, so they're probably pretty similar lists. So yeah, who, who, who would you like to see? Pick one. Uh, we'll go with ES- Bleacher Report, put him at 20, so let's see who they had better Bleacher than Bleacher Report. Can you, off the top of your head, apart from Jordan, can you think of... Uh... Shooting guards? Mitch Richmond, Reggie Miller... But I mean, higher than Drexler. Reggie Miller. You think? I don't yeah, reckon. I think I don't that he's. So. I don't either. But I, those two are way. I, I'd say Clyde. I'll admit Clyde. Clay Thompson. Okay, let's see. So, okay, right. Number one, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Number two, Kobe Bryant. Right. Fair enough. Number three, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I do. Dwayne Wade. Yeah, that's a great pick. Yeah, it, I think it's easy when you think about legends and you think about players, no, no, no. players who retired quite recently. Definitely. It's easy to overlook them, Dwayne Wade. Absolutely. Number four, James Harden. Disagree. Disagree? Oh my God, yes. Clyde Disagree. was way better than James Harden. I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Uh, number five, Clyde Drexler. Who's number then, six? Number six, Manu Ginobili. Wow. Number seven, Reggie Miller. Nah. Number eight, Ray Allen. Ooh. Number nine, nine, George Gervin. Number 10, T-Mac. This is Bleach Reports list. Oh yeah. I definitely think that when it's all said and done, Clay Thompson will be on that list. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's a great shooting guard. Moving on to the backup shooting guards or presumptive backup shooting guards. Michael I think we Finley. Say presumptive. Well, let's okay. just go with who we are. I'm starting Jordan. You're starting Gletrex. Uh, backups, you've got... Michael Finley. I got Reggie Miller. Miller. Okay. Right. So head-to-head matchup looking at these two guys. Finley's got the edge in rings. He's got one. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Miller's got zero. Oh, no. All-star games. Finley was a two-time. Miller was a five-time. All-NBA teams. Reggie Miller, three. This total selections. Michael Finley, mm-hmm. zero. This is it. Those guys didn't... Yeah, neither... You know what? For someone... Of, you know, Reggie Miller doesn't have the accolades. No. And he has all the gravitas. Every Look, I But said, this is what happens when you stay 
when you don't chase the glory, when you stay on a team that are never really going to compete with... I mean, they did compete in their best years. They gave the balls a bit of a run. But, you know, Reggie Miller, to be fair to him, played his entire career in Indiana. And he put up insane numbers. He didn't win things. See, he really didn't put up insane numbers, though. Well, I I say insane numbers. What was it? So, for his career, 19 points a game. It's great, but it's Jordan's, like, 30. And, like, Finley was 16. And Miller was 18. So it's it's a two-point difference. Finley had better rebounding. They both had the same assists, steals, and blocks. These guys are really close. It's just volume of seasons Miller played more. The thing about Miller is, is, like, the way he shot the three and the way he commanded, like, highlight reels and respect and some of the things of his battles really elevates him. I honestly don't think... I told my friends this, and they all shouted me down. I said, in today's NBA, I don't think Miller would be as effective as he was even back then. He'd just be okay. You think? Yes, I think he'd be a role player. Even now, he's probably like top five three-point shooter of all time. Now well, that Based three- on what? Not percentage. He's still like a, he was like a .400. Made three-point shots. Yeah, well, that would be interesting to see, I wonder, because I know he's not the record holder. I know he broke, Ray Allen broke his record. Mm, he's still number two, though. Yeah. I mean, he took more than everybody else back then, but I just don't think... I just you don't, don't think, think it, it translates? No. Nope. Well, let me tell you what uh, ESPN and Bleacher Report think. So, uh, <laughs> Michael Finley, yeah, he, like I say, he has a championship and he was in an NBA first team. I guess that's the rookie one, probably. And two All-Star games. Michael Finley, yep. you just said that, Two-time didn't All-Star. You? Now, uh, Reggie Miller, where do you think? ESPN top 74, where they got him? Somewhere in the 50s. 49. Oh, so close. ESPN shooting guards, his ninth all-time. We just read Bleach Reports, his seventh all-time. Bleach Report, top 100 players of all-time, 45th. Uh, okay. I said five all-star Finley games. did not make this list. No. Um, you know, a lot of it is to do with the performances he put in, the entertainment he gave, you know, the iconic moments. I think that people regard that, and that's why Reggie Miller maybe has more gravitas, you say, than other players, because he was part of those moments against the ball. He, he hit, like, theatrical shots. You know, the whole oh, thing yeah, was Spike sure. Lee. Clutch maybe, player, maybe he was that's, awesome. Yeah. I'm straight up telling you right now, if you go best season, no game minimum, which usually takes this, their best season and adds, like, different, different years on different stats. Hmm. Finley in 2000, I mean, he put up 23 a game, that's his best he's ever done. Mm-hmm. Miller's best season of all time was 25 a game. And Finley was a better rebounder. He was a better passer. He was a better stealer. And he was a better blocker. Mm. This is the best season of both of them. Like, if you were to create a perfect player. Yeah. However. Yeah, I still think I'm going to give you the edge on shooting guard. But uh, you yeah, got one more I to talk so. about. Oh, do I? Dennis Scott, 3D. He's a small forward. Okay. Okay, so Jordan's number one. Drexler's number two. Regiment is number three. Finley's number 18. There we go. <laughs> we got it. Okay. So, Should we end small forwards, which but, is... But, uh, who, who do you think has the edge? Me, Michael Jordan. Well, I mean, taking into the entire depth chart. Or do you just, just me, Michael Jordan? Yeah, I don't... Yeah, in small... In shooting guards? I mean, do you have any analysis you'd like to say? Like, you know, anything else? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got Michael Jordan regiment. Small shooting guards is where I'm strongest, and that's, yeah, that's... I think uh, I think that you have not only an advantage here. I think you have the clear advantage. I think this is going to be a really important matchup to look out for. Hmm. When they had the Last Dance documentary, and they were like Jordan made up some stat about Drexler he didn't like. I remember watching the highlights. Drexler legitimately looked scared. It was like a dark arena. He just looked like, what yeah. am I being targeted? And you know what's for? insane that. You know, he, Jordan may have gone to Portland if they didn't have Drexler. 
Oh, you're right. Because they Portland had the pick, they picked Sam Bowie, and and it could have been Jordan. And um, my friend pointed out like just all the comparisons, right, between mm. the two. You have you know Air Jordan, Clyde the Glide. Yeah, he must have hated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, such what, a thing was Clyde. What, what was he you know, to be it, called? It, it, it's such a it's a cool thing though that we can talk about. You know, we've got these amazing one and you know top two players for this era in this position because we certainly can't say the same for small forwards. <laughs> well, okay, there you're were t- correct. There were two clear best small forwards I feel available to us, and we didn't get either of them. Uh, I passed on one of them. Who, who's that? Chris Mullen. He's not who I had in mind. Uh, top two. Um, Pippin and. Pippin and Grant Hill. Ooh, Mullen, I think's got Hill beat, and I hate Mullen. Mm, I love Mullen, but Mullen's I a Hall of Famer. Yeah, or Grant Hill. If he's not, he will be. He must be. He absolutely must. He be. was injured the whole time. No, he wasn't. Anyway, we don't even have any of these yeah, players. Well, we about these. <laughs> okay, so small forward. Who do we got? What are we looking at? I got three small forwards. I have two. Well, I've got two clear small forwards, but they're not very good. And I've got one guy who can play power forward or small forward. What he doesn't offer me, he's probably going to start because what he doesn't offer me in points. He makes more than makes up for him rebounds. I've got the bad boy, the worm, the demolition man. I've yeah. got Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. Yeah. So he's going to be my starting small forward. Uh, you did make the decision. I've, I've decided. Just because, like I said, he. but that's one area where I'm going to lack scoring, where I might need to... That, that My small forward position might be the one that gets subbed in and out. There might be a lot of movement I'm there. I'm going to let you know, you're probably going to be okay if the small forward doesn't score when you have Michael Jordan. Well, yeah, but it's always nice. But like Dennis Rodman, I mean, throughout Dennis Rodman's career, let's have a quick look, he averaged points. Yeah, I mean, you're, gonna, you're looking about seven a game. So he's not... You know, he's already gone. Whereas comparatively, I've got Glenn Robinson on the bench, which you might be surprised to hear this. Across his career, averaged 20.7 points a game. Oh, I know. It's pretty damn good. But he's not the player Dennis Rodman is. And what Dennis Rodman, you know, we, we said last week, seven time, was it seven or nine? Seven time. Defensive player. Of the rebound year, leader. Rebound leader. Doesn't in, matter. In Lockdown. So I'm going to choose my starter as Dennis Rodman. Uh, then following him would be Glenn Robinson and then off the bench when we need a three point no yep off the bench when we need a three point threat Dennis Scott will come in but I don't really envisage him playing more than five minutes a game to be honest with you you don't think he'll even play, you don't think he'll play more than five yeah you're probably right um, who, just who, so who you know well see this is going to be tricky I've got Dan Marley Thunder Dan mm-hmm. and I've got Detlef Shrimp mm-hmm. those are the two guys I've got and you know all year I've been I've been riding Thunder Dan as my starter. But Rodman changed the game. That was really unfortunate that you got him in your last pick. I didn't even know he played small forward. He played it on like the Pistons because <laughs> Joe Dumars wouldn't do his job. Uh, he played power forward for every every other place he ever played basketball. Yeah. So moving into the starting position becomes Detlef Schrempf. I think that's a wise choice. Let me let me tell you before you make that before you before you cement that position in there. Let me just tell you NBA two K twenty one. What do you think they've got Dan Marley as? Uh, eighty eight. Correct. You're good at this. What do you think they got Detlef Schrempf as? Eighty nine. Eighty seven. Okay. Again, these are not. However, Bleacher Report's top hundred. Dan Marley doesn't make it. That's incredible. Detlef Schrempf. Seventy four. Ninety four. Detlef Schrempf. Ninety four. Yeah. What's the one that only had seventy four? Oh, that's ESPN okay, Top 74. No, no, Bleacher Report is the top. I don't know why. they should. There must be a reason for that. But anyway, ESPN Top 100, Detlef Schrempf makes it. Detlef Schrempf, three All-Star games to Dan Marley's three All-Star games. So, very close. Could, yeah, the could, thing could I'm going with is Detlef was more, I mean, he's just a, a more um, 
fundamental basketball player. I feel like he doesn't have to worry about Rodman so much on offense so he can flex out and help against Jordan or some of the wing players. Yeah. I feel like Detlef would follow his coach to the letter. I feel like Dan Marley, he's just going to hoist some shots up. He, we he don't, don't need that on this he, team. We have Shaq and Malone. We can just, Marley, you're cool, but if we're down by eight with a minute to go, we'll put you in. Yeah. So here's the thing about, I, I think you actually somehow even undersold Rodman. He made it to two All-NBA teams, but or yeah, All-NBA teams. But he was a seven-time All-Defensive First Team player. Yeah, I'm assuming that's at power forward, to be honest. Well, he was. I think he was more small forward at the Pistons. It's the only time he played small forward. Yeah, and then um, and then power forward for the Bulls and the Spurs and wherever else. I'll be honest with you. I I I would prefer to have him at power forward because he doesn't offer much scoring wise, which I feel from a small forward. In today's game, at least, you kind of you kind of need that more from a small forward. You need re- rebounding more falls to the duty of the center and the power forward. However, yeah, I'm I'm just for what he offers in other areas. I'm I'm happy putting Dennis Rodman there. Well, somehow he was a two-time Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. And he was a seven-time rebounds leader, like you said. Two-time All Star. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you're looking at a guy who, in his best season. I honestly think it was like he averaged 19 boards yeah, a game. It was insane. It was like, not, it's like you know, it, no one's ever rebounded the ball like this. Sure, Rodman. they have. Bill Russell in like 1961. Well, I mean, when it but when matter. I say no one's rebounded like no, him, not like an that. undersized, just absolutely, fucking, just like animal, just going yes. after a ball. Can I just say, I just want to know your opinion, what your guess is. Dennis Rodman's NBA 2K21 ranking? 94. 93. Okay. ESPN top 74. He's in there. Uh, uh, number 40. 62. Well. ESPN and Bleacher Report's top 10 power forwards of all time have both got him at 10. Fair enough. For I'd rebound. a little higher, yeah, yeah. to be honest, but. Uh, although there are some. Oh, power forward's a yeah, loaded position. Yeah, we're going to yeah. get, this is all time, remember. Um, Bleacher Report's top 100's got him at 54. That's so. pretty interesting. So, yeah. Dennis Robin's going to be tough. Now we've got guys like, you kind of already talked about Dan Marley a bit. Mm. And we talked about Detlef. Mm. And both of those guys we're sixth men of the year. So they can come off the bench. They're yeah. not they're not uncomfortable doing that. Yeah. And Marley I think really is kind of interesting because he's a natural shooting guard. Mm. So Detlef's really going to have to carry the load. But man, what a terror it's going to be trying to block up against Glenn Robinson and, and Rodman all game. I'll be honest with you, I think the small forward for both of us is um, a weak point. It is, but then but then at the same time, we shouldn't. I think we've got to keep reminding ourselves we weren't picking the best possible players available. We were picking what happened to come up in the packs. And I think at the very beginning of it, I would have happily taken Dennis Rodman and you would have happily taken Detlef Schrempf, I think, compared to fucking Terry Jones or whoever. <laughs> it was like My big regret to... was, was Chris Mullen. Yeah, but you had a tough choice. It Not wasn't... really. Who was it? Kemp. I was reeling from the disaster that you picked up Michael Jordan and hit me with a guitar. See, one thing that this show has kind of taught me is that some of these players who I held in really, really high esteem and and their legend, whatever, you kind of see which ones, like you say, are not necessarily warranted as much. And and you know, I've got a few on my team. You're, but sorry to pick on one of your players, but Sean Kemp, not a great player, not overall. as good as. I imagined him to be. If we're using, instead of NBA 2K21, if we just use NBA Jam TE ratings, yeah. I'd be fine. Here's the thing, though. At the time, I had Marley and Shrimp, yeah. and I had zero power forwards. And I remember you also kind of laughed at 
Chris Mulling and said, I some, did. said some insulting things <laughs> about him and said he was lucky to be part of Run TMC. Yeah, well, there were some definite mistakes, but I mistakes think the, were made. Chris the, Mulling's the, integrity is now it's fully intact, and okay. I regret it because the guy's a Hall of Famer, mm. and I and honestly, I didn't know this position was so limited. Yeah, it's incredibly thin. Yeah, and uh, and then I ended up getting two more power forwards, as we'll talk about. I had already had Ben Baker, so I have four power forwards. So I really could have used Chris Mullen. However, the edge I think on small forward goes to me. Can Vin Baker not play small forward? Can't. He can he not? Okay. All four of my power forwards can only play power, power forward, forward, except okay. for Vin Baker can play center. Okay, so number one in that position. Well, we'll okay, this is a really tough one hmm. because. What are we basing it on? Because I mean, overall Rod- player, overall player. I mean, is Rodman really a better overall player than like Dan Marley and Detlef Schrempf? Yeah, he, he can't score. He's in the top seventy-four ESPN. He's in the top one hundred bleacher. He's in the top he's a ten savant. power forwards. A small forward. Well, well, yeah, but we're talking about a player. Who, okay, who would you pick as the uh, the best of those? Sort? Probably, probably Dan. Well, no, I. I guess I feel like I have to say Dennis Rodman, but like okay. I, I'll you go know. Rodman one. And then I'd probably go like Dan, Detlef, Robinson, Scott. I would go Robman, Detlef, Dan Marley, Glenn Robinson, Dennis Scott. So almost Gle- essentially what I said. But your two players yeah, the other way around. I had Dan and Detlef Swip. I feel like it's incredibly rare to talk about a player who averaged over 20 points a game for his career and have him this... this Disrespected? Disrespected. I don't, I don't know what it is. Who knows? But yeah, Glenn Robinson, he didn't. Uh, he was an All Star twice. Yeah, he made it the All NBA rookie first team, and that and was he won really a it. championship towards the end of his career. But two thousand five. Yeah, but with the Spurs. Fr- considering the, his his twenty points a game, I mean, and that, not only that, he had six boards a game too, and three assists. He was uh, twenty six and three. I think the thing about him was, and I love Glenn Robinson. He's a great player, but he kind of just never made an impact on the game the way these other guys did. And he didn't play that much. I mean, he, he he's. I'm just looking now. He's the amount of games he played is about half of Detlef Schrempf, and that's probably got a big a lot to do with it, you know. So, so that's why I'm going with him at fourth. Yeah. And I think that in that criteria, damn, it's so top loaded. It's like point guard, mm. except not quite because Joe Dumars is probably better than Dan Marley. I think you, you give the edge to the Jammers. That's what you feel because of one, four, and five. I I don't know, and I, I I really don't know because I have a lot of respect for Detlef Schrempf and Dan Marley, and you know they offer you a bit of everything scoring. My team, my starting five is really defensive. Like genuinely, I couldn't pick a better defensive starting five. From, you honestly from couldn't. That. Like Dumas, Gary Payton, you could. Yeah, that's the only guy. Yeah, but Dumas was no slouch on D though. He, no, he uh, wasn't. He's the yeah. second best. And well, so, kids better. Do do. Dumar, yeah, I don't know. So my team's very so Dennis Robin fits into that world, but then again, you're gonna want scoring from that position. So for me, the small forward is that's my order. But who's got the edge is too close for me to call. I think too I, close I, to I, call. I, I, I could flip a coin. Okay, so, we'll call it yeah. coin flip. Coin CF. Flip. Yeah. Okay, we've somehow <laughs> rambled our way through three <laughs> positions. Amazingly. Okay. I honestly wonder if someone just shut this off halfway and they're like, I can't, I can't listen to these idiots. Well, this show was never gonna be the fun show this is the stat show so, this is uh, my favorite show this is <laughs> but i mean one... it doesn't have the, the doesn't. hilarity no. of getting a uh, uh, uncle Vern in the pack or no. whatever there's nothing funny about uncle Vern. uh i'll tell you what's really funny though is when we look at power forward and how much of a badass i am against you uh well, uh, well that's kind of a joke because well, you have some su- 
surprisingly good players. I had none like a month ago. <laughs> Don't remind me. Then again, neither did I. <laughs> I had literally none. Well, you, you got I yours back to back. Sean, and then yeah. I, afterwards, it was looking bleak for me though. I had zero and you had, you had Sean Kemp and... Vin Baker. Vin Baker. But then you got Charles Barkley before I got KG, I think. I think it was around the same time, but yeah. Anyway. Who knows? Lost of time. So we're moving on to power forward where I'm going to list my four players. <laughs> so hold on. Your power forward, you've got two power forward positions and your two wild cards are also power forwards. Right. Okay. I've got Carl Malone, Charles Barkley, Sean Kemp, and Vin the Baker Baker. Mm. Against? Against Kevin Garnett and Chris Webber. Uh, do I have any more? Uh, do I have any? You've got to search through your... Uh, yeah. Who the hell are your wild cards? Vlade and... Dennis Scott, I guess. Or... Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, anyway. Who's your starting power forward? I haven't fully decided, but it's between Barkley and Malone. Okay. And then I've got Kevin Garnett and Chris Webber. Let's... I'm going to compare them using the... Before we get into the stats, which you're going to do in a second, I'm just going to compare them using those rankings we've done before, okay? Sure. You're weird... <laughs> Go well, ahead. No, no, I think it's important what other, you know... Oh, you, okay, got you. 2K has to do its research or it's going to get lambasted by the global community. You know, it's you're kind definitely of, so right. You're I, definitely and, right. So I think it's just interesting to compare what these three kind of, you know, bastions of, of basketball have, how, how they have these players. I am know. very interested to hear these NBA 2K21 sets, to be honest. We'll do one of your players in one of mine back. Okay, who do you want first? Carmelo? Yeah. Carmelo, NBA 2K21? 95. 97. More than Jordan? No, oh, he was a 99. 99. Okay, I was thinking of something else. Okay, 97. I would have guessed 96, but yeah, I thought that was the highest. 97. Uh, ESPN top 74 players ever. Number 12. 17. Okay. ESPN top power forwards of all time. Number three. Number two. Okay. Bleacher reports top 100 players of all time. Somewhere in the 20s. Or t- teens. 16. Okay, yeah. Bleacher reports... Uh, Power, all-time power forwards two four hmm which which okay so i'm going to read off my best one which is well i want to know is nba 2k oh you told me already. it's 97. 97 so my best one uh kg kg nba 2k 21 98 yeah you're not gonna like Such that are bullshit you? i knew it i knew they'd overrate kg you're not gonna I like that, are, you? are you kidding me oh my god kg i knew that was coming it's the big ticket the big ticket mailman can't deliver that i passed him remember that you did. Uh, KG. ESPN top 20... Uh, sorry, top 74. Uh, Carmelo was 11. Carmelo was 17. KG, 20. So wait, wait. He's lower than K- Carmelo? Hmm. Okay. Uh, ESPN... You seem confused by that. Uh, well, they just... <laughs> ESPN uh, top 10 all-time uh, power forwards. Three? Don't Five. Say... Okay, so... Carmelo was two. Two, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. Two. Two. Okay. Bleacher Report, top 100 players of all time. Remember, Karl Malone was 16. Mm-hmm. KG? 19. 15. And finally, what? Bleacher Report's top 10 power forwards of all time. Remember, Karl Malone was number four. KG? Two. Number one. I knew it. Bleacher Report as on drugs. <laughs> See, that's ridiculous, man. Kevin yeah, Garnett right. is... It should be, it should be um, Karl Malone because of those championships. Oh, wait, no. Oh, right. He didn't KG, get KG has the championship. Yeah, that's right. He has a championship. He has a, he has an MVP. Carmelo's got two. How many does Kevin Garnett have? One. one. Yep. Yeah. Defensive player of the year. Just one for KG. Uh, championships. Well, I want 
it's it's kind of wait championships. Yep. It's one to zero. Yep. But I, there there's something kind of missing. I want to go over those again really quick. So like you said, MVPs Malone edges them two to one. Mm. All NBA first teams, the best power forward in the NBA, Carmelone eleven. He was eleven times noted as the best power forward in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Kevin Garnett four. Okay. Now. Okay. All defensive first mm. teams. And this is where I feel like NBA 2K1 was like, <laughs> Kevin Garnett. <laughs> All NBA defensive first team, Kevin Garnett was nine times Carmelo on three. Now, defensive player of the year, Malone obviously at zero, Kevin Garnett at one. Rebounds leader, Kevin Garnett four, mm. Malone zero. See, that's why I'm, that's why when I realized my team was taking a defensive route. Yeah, you just. I couldn't ask for a, a, but the problem is like, whoa. <laughs> You can, you can have the best defense in the world if you're not going to score the ball. But I don't know, Karl Malone, so everyone knows Karl Malone is the second highest scorer in NBA history. Right behind Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. So KG, I mean, KG was no slouch. He averaged 18. Uh, yeah, but, 18 um, a game and Karl Malone 25. Exactly. So scoring-wise, it's not a competition. Karl Malone all day long. But what's fascinating is like, I know that Kevin Garnett was a big rebound guy, but they averaged the same amount of rebounds in their career. They each averaged 10. In fact, Malone had point one more. It just so happens that a maniac named Dennis Rodman was playing in the NBA at the same time Malone was. Yeah, rebounds are pretty much identical, aren't they? Yes. Um, yeah, so. Not only that, I want you to know, mm. I want you to know that total rebounds over their career, Malone had more. Karl Malone played uh, regular season games, 1,476. Kevin Garnett? More. 1,462. So they're basically the same, yeah. So this is this is what... Oh man, I really want to know what the hell's going on with Bleacher Report and NBA 2K. I'm not shouting. This guy keeps slamming his door. I think he's just getting tacos or something and coming back. Anyway, the thing is, though, it's like... I honestly think that they've got Kevin Garnett overrated out the wing-wang. That's not even a term, but I made it up. The wing-wang. Bleacher Report? Everybody. <laughs> the earth i feel like he's so overrated because he happened to be great in an era where there was no good power forwards look i'm just telling you right now it's malone one kevin garnett three possibly i'm just this- wait wait so okay so that's enough let's just let's just get off of carl malone and kevin garnett for a second let's look at our backups before yeah, we Chris, charles the barkley and chris weber so charles barkley and chris Weber. so charles barkley um okay so let's see nba 2k 21 scores for both of them what do you think Barkley is going to go with the 90. Oh, of, no, famously, Barkley is not in. Barkley oh, and right. Reggie Miller are not in this because they're not, um, you know, right. they, they refuse to get their rights. Glenn Robinson's not in it because he's not good enough. <laughs> Funnily <laughs> enough, Dennis Scott made an appearance. <laughs> he did. I, well, I've been... But when you're looking at the all-time Bucks team, you got... There's only four players. No, no, no. You've got team. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You got, oh, you're you, right, When he goes Bucks. back, exactly. Yeah, go so, way back. so there's no Glenn Robinson in there. So I'll say um, this. I'll say, I'm going to say Weber's a 91 or a 90. Chris Webber is a 93. That's a bit high for a guy who never reached his full potential. He is also 93 in the Bleacher top 100 players of all time. I think like, I mean, okay, I'd put, if, if Webber's a 93, then Barkley's a 94, if Malone's a 97. What? <laughs> Hold on. Are we talking about? The NBA 2K scores. Okay. I'm going to say that. Let's put them out the window for a second. Bleacher okay. report top 100. Barkley is like, what was Webber's Mo- 93. Uh, Garnett's 15 Karl Malone's 16 gotta have him in the 30s at least Barkley Barkley? yes 18 oh my god are you kidding me you just said 30s you no, should be I happy know. with I'm that no I know I'm shocked that like I don't understand these 2k scores anyway okay. no 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 he's not in he I know he hasn't I know but I'm so just... Barkley in the ESPN top 74 is 23rd 
Damn. He is fourth in the all-time power forwards in ESPN. Bleacher Report, he's 18th in the top 100, and he's third all-time in Bleacher Report uh, top 10 power forwards. He also has a MVP, and he was a 11-time All-Star. Chris Webber uh, doesn't have an MVP. You'd be shocked to know. But he was <laughs> a five-time All-Star. Barclays he was. In, yeah. Barkley's in the Hall of Fame. Chris Webber famously isn't, but maybe next year. Well, if he keeps taking handouts from his agents in college, probably not. Anyway, that's not really an end of the debate. Uh, the thing is, I think that this one in their best seasons, uh, it's kind of interesting to look at. Chris Webber put up 27 a game to Barkley's 28. They put up 15 boards for Barkley, 13 for Webber. Webber had more assists than Barkley did. I mean, like, these guys were actually surprisingly close, right? Mm. The problem is, is that Webber just never quite got over the hump. Like, well, he was a very good player. Um, but his best chance, we said before, of championship was with the Kings when they when and they and the Pistons. Chris Webber's last good run was on a Pistons team. I think they were. This was like their last one with Billups and Rip Hamilton and all those guys. LeBron scored. Is that his name? Billups. <laughs> Isn't that his name? Chauncey Billups. Billups. I, right. I, I, I was like, it's like my Don Russ. Yeah. Okay. Your well, Billups. Bron scored twenty nine of his team's last thirty points. And they went to two overtimes, and they beat him. And that was it. Chris Webber was out. They beat Mr. Big Shot? Oh, yes. It was in two overtimes, and it was a crazy ending. Mm-hmm. Only LeBron could score. Damn. Yeah. Anyway, then Webber went jettisoned to Fat Chris to the Golden State Warriors. Back to the Warriors where it all started. Um, all right. So, so where you got him on ranking? There's six players. Number one. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm genuinely. I'm gonna be fair on this. This is what I. I, I'm, I don't. You know, these our rankings don't really contribute <laughs> don't anything. So, number one, if I was picking a team, Carmelo. Yep. Number two, mm-hmm. I think it's very, very close, and I disagree with the stats on here. I would go with Charles Barkley. Me too. At the beginning, when we started doing the show, I told you at the beginning, I, Charles Barkley is one of like the top three players I want on my team. Hence the Barkley Vega. <laughs> So, yeah, I've got to be honest. I, I personally would go with Charles Barkley. I think it's close, Kevin Garnett and Charles Barkley. I think it's close, all three of the, those top three. But personally, Carmelo, Charles Barkley, Kevin Garnett. Who else we got about eight Chris more, Webber. Right? Chris Webber. Who else is there? Sean Kemp. Wayne Webber. Baker. Okay, are we going to talk about those two? or I'm just going to say that they're the fifth and sixth. Okay. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Rain Man was cool. He could have been better. Okay, quickly then. Sean Kemp, NBA 2K score. His best ever... 90? Yep. Wow, you're really good at this. Uh, and six All-Star games. Nothing else. Wow, six All-Star games. Nothing else to know there. And uh, Vin, Vin Baker. Baker 88? 87. Oh, man. Uh, and four All-Star games. Not bad, actually. They probably deserved more you know, time, but we don't got it. No. And we got... T- it's too deep. So, yeah, I would go the same as you. I would go Malone, Barkley, or Barkley, Malone. And then I'd go KG. No, I'd definitely go... Malone Barkley person. Okay, well, and then KG, then Chris Webber, and then Kemp Baker. Mm. The thing about the Kevin Garnett is I think that one thing we f- we forget to give him credit for is he joined like the very first super team, which really helped him elevate his game because he could be a lockdown defender and just own that. All right, now we're going on to the my favorite position, center. Okay. Center. All right, okay. So. And what a collection of powerhouses do we have here. We're sport for choice. It was looking bleak for quite some time. For 12 weeks. Vlade Divac Almost, was yeah. the only person. Oh, yeah. Up until <laughs> week perish. nine, I was on there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So we... Okay, Jordan. So I've got... You got three. three. I got three. One wild card and two players. And you've got two. Because all your wild 2. cards 2.5. Are... One of my wild cards is technically a center. Okay. So 
Should we go? Who's your starting center? Mm. Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mine is Hakeem Olajuwon. Then you've got uh, Dikembe Mutombo. Okay, and I got Vladi Divac. So, what about Robert Parrish? You're gonna start. And I've got Robert Parrish. Hey, I'm sorry. Can we commit that to tape that you you forgot about Robert Parrish and you're starting Vladivac? Got no, it. No, Parrish. Okay. So yeah, you've got you got Parrish. Okay. So let's compare our starters first. Okay. Okay. I'm going to read off. So Shaquille O'Neal, his best ever season. What's his ranking on NBA 2K21? Do you think? I really hope it's like 97, 98. It's 98. Yep. Uh, for Hakeem Olajuwon. 98. Also 98, correct. Man, I'm really good at this. You're really good at this. I'm... This is insane. This is why I'm making our well, stats for the game. I, I mean, I, I've got full faith in your ability now. Um, <laughs> ESPN Top 24. So I keep saying 24. I don't know. ESPN Top 74. Best 74 players of all time. Where have they got Shaq? Number three. Number 10. We're talking best players of all time. I know Shaq is up there. But... Jordan. Yeah. Another guy, Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> Hakeem, we'll look into those in a minute. Uh, right? If Jordan was 10, I'd have... No, Jordan's one. Al- Jordan's one. Let's just get that clear. Jordan's I one. Said, I said... Did I say Jordan was 10? Yes. <laughs> yes, you did. Shaq is... I'm going to get a door slam if I'm not careful. That's right. Uh, I'd say Shaq was 10, then I'd put Elijah on 12 or 11. 12. Oh, man. Uh, it's Bleacher Report. ESPN hiring. top centers of all time. Where they got Shaq? Two. Four. Oh, God. Hakeem? One. Five. Bleach Report, top 100. Where they got Hakeem? 15. 14. Where they got Shaq? 12. 10. Finally, Bleach Report, top centers of all time. Where they got Shaq? 1. Number 2. Because they're dumb. Where they got Hakeem? 1. 7. Oh, Bleach... All I know is this. Next year on season 2, we're not using Bleach Report. They don't know their head from their ass. Okay. Bleach Report, top 10 centers. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm, who's at number one all time top centers who's, who's at number one uh, it's either Wilt or Kareem Kareem Abdul-Jabbar number two Wilt sorry I was reading the wrong I was reading sorry 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 Bleach Report Shaq is number two I was reading Carl Malone the one below it sorry <laughs> I, I, okay. it's okay so Bleach Report Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is number one Shaq is two Shaq is number two Tim Duncan they got Tim Duncan he played power forward and centre but he played actually most of his career at centre funny when David Robinson retired Tim Duncan number three Still put Bill Russell number four Hakeem Moses Malone uh, Patrick Ewing Moses okay. Malone over Bill Walton number ten. look at Bill look at Bill Big Red oh my He's god fresh off the mystery magical mystery bus on Scooby Doo look at man. him man <laughs> icon of the 70s um, so I got some stats for you. Ready? Please. This is... Well, I'm assuming we're starting Shaq in the dream. Yes. All right. Championships. Elijah won two. Shaq, four. Correct. All-Star games. Elijah won 12. Shaq, 15. Correct, yeah. MVPs, one and one. Finals MVPs. Three and two. Edge goes to Shaq. That's it. All-NBA first teams. Shaq had eight. Elijah won had six. All-defensive first teams. The dream, five. Mm. Shaq, zero. Mm, yeah, it wasn't really known for his defense, Shaq. Defensive player of the year, Hakeem showed up twice. Shaquille, zero. Scoring leader. Scoring leader, Shaq, twice. Elijah won zero. Rebounds leader, Elijah won two. Shaq, zero. Blocks leader, Hakeem, three. He's the all-time leader in blocks. All-time? All-time. All-time. It's not Matombo. We thought it well, was Matombo. number two. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then rookie of the year, Elijah won was not. Shaq was. And if you're going, like, best season all-time... This is what kind of got me, I'll be honest. Mm. I, I, I thought Shaq was like the most dominant center ever. And I still think he is. 
I mean, Prime Shaq, the size that he had and the technique, damn, Hakeem was good. Oh, yeah. Really good. Yeah. Which Bleacher Report putting him seventh earns them my ire. Here we go. Points per game. Best season. Hakeem, 28 a game. 28. Mm. Shaq, 30. Rebounds per game. Each had 14. Totally just cancel each other out. Assists per game. Cancel each other out. About four. Steals per game. Hakeem, three. Shaq, zero. He didn't really steal much. He was having Shaq packs. And blocks per game. Hakeem, Four and a half. Yeah. Four and a half a game. Yeah. Shaq, three and a half. Yeah, not bad. So I, I think that if you go... free throw percentage in that? Uh, Shaq won, I think, because <laughs> he just was really good. So I think it's going to be crazy to see these two guys battle. The thing I like about Shaq in this particular matchup is his size. He's just so big. Yeah. Well, we got the best two, definitely. Absolutely. Well, Ewing's goodbye. Sorry, buddy. No, I, this as we said, this era is center heavy and it's a shame we didn't get the likes Admiral. of David Robinson Patrick Ewing they were probably those two Scotty Pippin as we've said were probably the top three players we didn't get yeah I guess you're right Gary Payton and Mullen <laughs> Grant Hill would come after but yeah the but I, I would still pick yeah my, 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 my I hold Shaq number one I think so but it's close with the dream those two are the best centers of all time for me I, I, I don't know. I can't talk about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I can't talk about Will Chamberlain. I didn't see those guys play. So in my what I've seen, it's Shaq and Hakeem. You think so? Absolutely. I agree. And then who we got on the bench? Well, I want to tell you about Matembo and Vlade. Okay, let's do it. Well, you... not Vlade. Robert Parrish, please. Are you really... Absolutely, I'm picking Robert Parrish over Vlade Divac. It's not even close. <laughs> All right, let me let me adjust my stats parameters. Okay, well, before we get into them, let me tell you their NBA 2K stats. What do you think? So you've got... You Mutombo? have Mutombo, yep. He's, he's, I'm going to say he's a 91. He's a 92. Close enough. Robert Parrish. Damn, that's a really hard one. 93? Correct, 93. ESPN. It's because he played for the Celtics. You give everyone a plus five e- if they played, apparently. So bitter. ESPN top 74. Where you got Mutombo? I told you, just squeaked in. Ah, he's 72. 73. Okay. Robert Parrish, 61. Yeah. Uh, Bleacher Report, top 100 players of all time. Mutombo is uh, 81. 64. They like him at Bleach Report. Oh, they're stupid. And Robert Parrish? Unlisted. 58. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, defensive Player of the Year is Dikimbi Mutombo four times. Well, I want you to... That's amazing. Four-time Defensive Player of the Year. Hmm. Rodman had the other seven. <laughs> yeah. Between, well, actually... I know we're going we're gonna to get to team stats but in after, at the very end, but you do have four Defensive Player of the Year championships all with Mutombo. That's it? You have like the other 13, I got, 25? I got six. You got more than that. I got six. So I got four and you got six? Uh, not bad. Peter. Dennis Rodman only got two. Okay, I'm not bad then. All-star game appearances. Dikimi Mutombo, eight. Yep. Robert Parrish, nine. Yep. Just Pipsy. Uh, let's just see. All-time. How many? What's it? I want to see the difference between the games they played. So in the regular season, uh, Robert Parrish played, because obviously he's known for his... Like We were surprised he was still in this deck of cards. He's played 1,611 regular season games. 1,600. To give him a tombo, 1,200. So he had a long career, too. Four or five more seasons, yeah. yeah. But man, I'm, it's just incredible. The guy had 23,000 points, Robert Parrish did. Mm. 23,000 points. I wonder where that ranks him all time. But best season, no game. Well, I mean, it's so hard to compare Robert Parrish with guys like Shaq. There was just no one there. We talked about it. It was like, you know, in that era, there was like Moses. Yeah. That's... Yeah. There was Moses. Well, there was yeah Buck, Buck Williams. 
late later on was the golden age, wasn't it? When Hakeem and then he was already kind of you know in the end of his career. Yeah. So I mean, Parrish kind of gets by on being on the Celtics dynasty that tail in with Bird and all those guys. And then you got him in like these packs of cards from 95, 96. <laughs> well, he's on like the Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> hey, we said at the beginning, we're looking at a whole career. He played 21 NBA seasons. <laughs> that's th- that's absurd. That's that's more seasons than we have listeners. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Just barely. And he had four championships too, Matumbo Zero. Yeah. Uh, and then you got Vlade, who so Vlade, you just criminally underrate. NBA 2K21. Eighty-seven. Eighty-eight. Oh, God. Uh, and one All-Star game. He was in one NBA first team, so I'm guessing that's rookie. No, <laughs> come on. He, his defensive. rookie year was like three years in some other country. Defense, defensive? Uh, he was NBA All-Star. He was an All-NBA rookie first team. Oh, okay. Yeah, you got it. Uh, he won the J. Walter Kennedy Citizenship Award. He's in the Hall of Fame, too. For that. What? I didn't include the Citizenship Award as part of my stats. He's a Basketball Hall of Famer. I'll be damned. Yeah, so for his career, Vlade averaged around 12 points a game. Uh, so not bad, but clearly not as good as Robert Parrish, who averaged around 15. So, yeah, and was just there forever. So, yeah, definitely um, in my starting five, it's going to be Hakeem Olajuwon coming off the bench, Robert Parrish, and then quite sparingly used as another wild card, Vlade Diva. So who do we got? We got Shaq 1, Hakeem 2, mm-hmm. Parrish 3, yeah. Mutombo 4, yeah. Vlade 5. I am going to say, I think the center position is about as even as it gets. Coin flip. Yeah, because Shaq and Hakeem, they're two legends, but I would give the edge to Shaq. Once you go past your starting center, it matters less because your starting one is you're, you're hoping it's going to put the most minutes. So then we're comparing Parrish and Matombo. Matombo's a legend. He's absolutely legendary. We couldn't really see Robert Parrish play that much. So we don't really know much about him. But going by all these stats and where people rank them, Robert Parrish, it right. would seem, is the better overall player. So, right. yeah, I think that's too close to call center position. We both got the best two. Yeah, well, we both got the best two, which means if you look at it, of what we've debated here, stupidly, point guard, I had the advantage. Shooting guard, you had the advantage. Small forward was a coin flip, you yeah. said. Power forward, I had the advantage. Mm. Center, coin flip. Mm. So it's two, one, two. Okay. Well, I see where you're going with this. I see where you're going with this. Can we get to the team stats now? <laughs> okay. Okay. I should probably... Well, I, I need a beer for this one. Okay. Okay. You ready for this? Might want to take a few swigs of that before I give you the. Is it bad? Okay. Well, remember, stats don't lie. I tried to be as. Stats. Okay, go ahead. Fair as I could. Okay, team stats. Okay. Total MVP awards. Wait, I got a better idea. When you tell me these stats, can you. Don't tell me which team you're saying. I just want to see if we can. I can guess it. Okay. That way. You can go like case. You can say like total MVPs, 11. Okay. Total MVPs. Okay. One team has seven. One team has four. (laughs) That's not fair. Jordan had six. (laughs) Or five. He had five. So, okay. I can break down, break them down and say. It's it's definitely your team had seven. Okay. Defensive player of the year. One team has six. One team has four. Well, Jordan, two. No. You you got it once. Okay. You guys have the defensive player. KG won it one year. I know. I mentioned it. Championships. (laughs) <laughs> one team has 21 one team has seven okay so my point about this one <laughs> let's just go through the stats first give me any raise any concerns at the end that you might have 
how can I remember all that? I can't talk about these one at a time. One team has 21. We'll get back to them in a second. One team has 21, one team has seven. Do you want to take a guess? Oh, yes. Okay. The Essex Jammers have 21. I'm not an idiot. Finals MVPs. One team has nine, one team has three. <laughs> you want to take a guess? Yeah, yeah. It's the Essex Jammers. NBA first team, but that don't really count because I mixed them all up. So, <coughs> all-star games. One team has 76, one team has 86. You have 86. Yeah, uh, she, do yeah, she I? beat me in that. Well, the fan favorites. Hall of Famers. One team has eight, one team has six. My team has eight. I would have had six. seven because of Mullen, but okay. So let me let me let me break down these stats a bit more. NBA two K twenty one average score. Of player or team? Player. One in a oh. team that makes win. Essex Jamers and Kansas like City aren't on there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. No. Uh, right, I think your average score is around a ninety three point one. Jesus Christ, you're ninety three dead. You're insane. I'm you're very good at stato. this. Okay, yours. Ah. Uh, 90.5 91.5 okay hold on. i see total games played wow yeah we got, we got some cool things but three players are min- missing huh? two of which are mine what do you mean barkley nba 2k1 is just literally the score i'm not talking about 2k1 now i'm talking about that was just the 90 uh, the, the score so that's done now okay. Uh, okay so this is just total games played i had 14,222. Now, was that just Robert Parrish or is it more <laughs> players? That's just his playoff appearances. Uh, so 14,222. You had 14,786. I had more. But it's so close. It's so wow, close, right? that's insane. Who, which player of yours had the most uh, games, do you think? Carl Malone. It is Carl Malone, followed okay. by Shaq, followed by Matomba. Uh, well, okay. Okay, so let's, let's just... Uh, so total points... I had 250,700. You had 248,896. It's so close. Like and the, you had Rodman. The, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, had Jordan, I had Jordan to balance out. Though. Oh, yeah. Uh, rebounds, I had 104,789. You had 114,022. I do have four power forwards. Uh, assists, you had 48,303. Not all Jason Kidd. Uh, no, sorry. Fuck. They all were Jason Kidd? <laughs> yeah. I had, sorry. I oh, had 48,303. Okay. You had 55,491. Oh, man, I'm so uh, generous. Stills, I had 17,644. You had 17,268. Wait, wait, repeat that. <laughs> I had 17,644. Yes. You had 17,268. That's insanely close. All of these are so close. That's wild. And then finally, blocks. I had 15,145. You had 13,745. Ah, that's a little disappointing. Um, what a crazy amount. After 12 weeks, it's quite impressive it's how, how close it really is. Um, it lets you know, like, those Dennis Scotts and those Sean Kemps really just made the... It was a razor's edge. Yeah, so my MVPs, Jordan obviously had five. Uh, Garnett had one. Hakeem had one. For uh. you... Uh, Barkley had one, Shaq had one, Carl Malone had two. For Defensive Player of the Years, Jordan had one, Rodman had two, Garnett had one, Hakeem had two. For you, uh, Dikimbi had four. Championships. <laughs> okay, great. Cham- the championships, getting to the end now, don't worry. Championships, uh, Dumas had two, uh, Jordan had six, Rodman had five, Garnett had one, Hakeem had two, Glenn Robinson had one. And Robert Parrish had four. That's why there's 24 of them. Uh, for you, Jason Kidd had one. Clyde Drexler had one. Shaquille O'Neal had four. Michael Finley had one. And finally, uh, if we get to finals MVPs, Joe Dumas had one. Jordan, a ridiculous six. Hakeem had two. And wow. Shaq had three for you. So 
So the, again, the, I'm not saying any no, of know, these stats Those are just mean random anything. happenstance, except for the finals MVPs things. But let me just point this out. The championships argument. Hmm. It's quite impressive. But for all you people listening who've had a terrible boss who puts you in a bad situation at work, or maybe you never got that spot on the team you deserved as the starting quarterback, or maybe your wife... Or your husband just doesn't thank you enough. You have a home on the blockers because my team is comprised of players who were vanquished by Jordan. Drexler, Barkley, Marley, Kemp, Shaq. It is like a graveyard of Michael Jordan's victims. And only by coming together can we finally beat this bastard superhuman. Um, I'm terribly depressed because I'm lacking in championships. I'm looking at you and your fat head number two, but I have I have a surprise for you. I don't know how many. I haven't checked exactly, but I sent out some feelers to our listeners, and I said, I want to know who you got. You got the jammers, you got the blockers, and I had some replies. I have not, I swear to God, I have not looked at the contents of these following paragraphs. I don't like the sound of this. I haven't looked at it. I swear I like to God. The sound of this. One of them was like hand-delivered in a folded note. And I got a couple, so we're gonna just start. So hold on. So you've you've got personal messages from some listeners. Well, I have a few friends who they listen to you and me. They, they listen they, to you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and they're okay. They're, so they've given their opinion on. I've said because they they listen every week, okay. and uh, I I say like you know if you can if you have time this week can you just drop me a line on what you got and they they said some of this might go. To, I said just give me a small paragraph. Okay. I think the Jammers will win in seven because how they many, have Michael Jordan. How many responses do you got? I think I have five. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's, and like, uh, so I'm gonna start with my. I'm gonna. This is from my my buddy Adam. So just kind of, we know these people, right? It's uh, yeah, I know these guys. These are my friends. Okay, awesome. Uh, this is my friend Adam, who's never seen a basketball game in his life. Okay. Well, thank he you. He started for listening to the pod, and he was totally against it, but he likes our rapport. Wow. And thank he you. said, like, this is fun. Thank you very much. And yeah. I'm looking. I don't like where he starts, but I'm going to read it in its entirety. This is from Adam. Okay, you chumps. I'm writing to say what will happen. Look, it's easy to just write this one off as, oh, whoever has Jordan wins, but here's what you're missing. You've both said multiple times that the blockers are literally stacked with guys that have been bested by Michael Jordan, and that's absolutely true. But not once in history has he beaten them all at once. Well... (laughs) Well, yeah, it's right. He's never Jordan's never played against all these guys at the same time. He might have done like on the old dream team. This is the greatest know. underdog story in sports history. A grudge match nearly 30 years in the making. And if the blockers aren't hungry for a W, I don't know who is. So that's my pick. And even if a computer says otherwise, I'm right. You both you both suck, but your show is okay, Logan. Well, thank you. Adam slash Logan slash Pete. I didn't write that. <laughs> okay. Um, well, that's I, one on the board for funny, the blockers. Funny how he focuses on one single player who happens to be part of my team. Why, why didn't he focus on? Uh, I don't even remember who's on Do your you team. Do you know who's no, on my who's team? Name of... Shaq. I was trying to avoid Shaq. I was trying to avoid like Drexler, an obvious one. Marley. Marley. Yeah. Why didn't he focus on mine? That's strange. Why did he, he pick a single him. player? He said all these guys were bested. Oh, so that's that's a and that's a negative in my column. Okay, it's what kind just, of parallel world do you live in where it's bad to have the best player yeah, of all Adam, time? Yeah, Adam, what kind of parallel world do you live in? Do anyway, you even watch basketball? I think that's one for me, but carry on. That was one for the blockers. Okay. Uh, here's, my, here's my other one. Um, I'm a week behind, but I'll try to catch up tomorrow. That's from Corey. <laughs> Thanks, so, Corey. <laughs> 
Any any idea what way Corey is probably going to swing? No? I think he's going jammers with that one. Okay. I think he gave up on me a while ago. Okay. Uh, so that's two. Okay. So it's one jammers, one blockers. Can okay. we agree? No, you... but carry on, no. <laughs> I don't agree with any of this. This one, uh, he says, oh, please refer to me by my, my name, Ego Eakin. This is a guy I went to college with. Oh, my God. He wrote, I wrote more than one paragraph. You ready? Okay. It's the power of the podcast. We all know there's no substitute for his airness, Michael Jordan. Again, wow. focusing on one of my players. Yep. If this were a real series, Ian's team would win, hands down. MJ would demand it, and he would simply will it into being. I like where this is going. But video game MJ is a different animal, and however complex their character design may be, it doesn't fully factor in that aspect of his game. The take over everything and make it happen. Also, in addition to averaging, let's say... 13 point per game in this series, I'd expect Drexler's major contribution in this series to be defending and out-rebounding MJ. So he's thinking the game will have Drexler being out-rebounding, but not outscoring. Meanwhile, on Peter's blockers, Shaq and Barkley are beasts of a different nature. They are unstoppable forces. The blocks and rebounds and power all translate perfectly to video games. There won't be enough dream shakes to overcome that kind of slam-dunking dominance. Aside from the MJ-Clyde matchup, I gotta give the edge to Peter. The one hope Ian has is that KG's size gets him more boards against Chuck, and that somehow matters. Onto the benches. Rodman is not coming into this <laughs> rebound scenario. Onto the no. benches. Okay. Finally, Ian gets a three-point assassin in the game. Huge benefit, but it won't be enough. I hope he means Rodman. Who are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Dennis Scott A is not seeing the floor at any point. I think he means... Uh... Oh, Reggie Miller. May... Oh, yeah, you're right. The okay. benches, we've... Okay, he's already kind of slow. Okay, yeah. Okay. Peter had... Uh... Or maybe it is Rodman. <laughs> <laughs> but huge benefit, but it won't be enough. Peter has just as much three-point firepower on his bench. It's close, but I still give Pete's bench the edge. Because by this point, Robert Parrish was a shell of his former self. At he might point. not know. He might not know. My serious can just, prediction. Can I just say, I, I don't make myself out to be like uh, particularly knowledgeable, knowledgeable about basketball. I would not have picked <laughs> fucking Charlotte Hornets Robert Parrish over anyone. Literally, I would have picked Mark Bryant Dana over Barrett's here. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely Mark Dana, Dana Barrett. Yeah, okay. uh, my serious prediction, Peter wins in five. Five. Finals MVP, Shaq. That's from Ego Eakin. Okay. That's 2 1. Well, yeah, okay, yeah. 2 1, baby. I'm going to let you read this paper one. W- Here, I'll let you go ahead. My only hope on the rebounds is that Kevin Garnett. <laughs> I, I drafted Dennis Rodman. The guy averaged 19 a game. I think. I think. Okay, can I read this the is, paper? This is from Dot Decor. Oh, I know Chris. Yeah, he's, he's a good friend of the pod. Good friend of the pod, and most importantly, seems very knowledgeable about basketball. Just to clarify, I'm not saying that the other three won, but um, I, I've met Chris and I know he's okay. Oh, this is a long. Thank you very much. I'm not liking that. I've just seen the words Peter has the edge at the bottom, but uh, hold, on, hold on, let's just see this. Okay. <coughs> you, God, you spit on my face. You're presuming I can read. First thing. <laughs> it's a bad mistake. Okay. Let's look at the matchups for the starters. Jason Kidd versus Joe Dumas. Peter has the advantage on this one. I'm not even going to talk about the shooting guard matchup. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, small forward starters. As they stand now on the website, it looks pretty mediocre on both ends. Yeah, very true. Thunder Dan versus Glenn Robinson. But if Ian puts Dennis Rodman there, one step ahead of you, Chris, uh, he gets the advantage. I'll go with Barkley over KG any day. 
uh, it would be an interesting matchup if Ian puts Rodman as the starting four. The chemistry between Rodman and Dumas and also Rodman and Jordan will be pretty good. Shaq versus the Dream is kind of a wash. Yeah, I said it. Overall, Jordan is going to be the wow. Jordan and score the majority of the Jammers' points. But I don't think it'll be enough. And he doesn't have a reliable two guy that he had with Pippin. And let's be real, Jordan might not have won the rings he did with had it not been for Pippin. Hakeem will be that number two guy for points with Dumas, Robinson and KG averaging low double digits. Hmm. Shaq and Barkley are going to be the key factors for the blockers on the offensive end and the uh, kid with the, as the assist man. I can imagine that the blockers will have a more all-around scoring with the marquee players averaging mid to high double digits giving them a tiny advantage. Looking at the bench, Peter has the edge with Matombo to protect the paint. The Jammers uh, will have to get most of their points outside of the three and will have and they have the talent to do it in Reggie and D3. But I think Finley and Shrimp can close out to full passes back inside on the opposite end I don't see the Jammers having a strong enough defence <laughs> sorry Chris can I take back what I said a minute ago? it's uh, true to stop a Stoudemire Malone pick and roll which could also go inside to Matomba I see the series going seven games wow. all of which could be a close game with the blockers slightly edging out the Jammers you know a lot of his analysis and maybe you'll disagree with the final part about the defence but it's quite possible that Chris should be on this show instead of us. He was actually breaking down like how he felt the games would play out and who would be able to take advantage of matchups. We were like, no, nah, well, Bleacher Report said. Hmm. So Chris kind of has the right idea. Yeah, we didn't think about the team. We might have to go back and pretend we, we didn't say it after Chris mentioned it, and we'll just say, like, <laughs> how do you think this plays out? And we'll do our own version. I've got two more for you. Mm-hmm. Three more. Mm. Wow. Uh, this one is from great friend of the pod, Jason Funk. I'm going with the blockers. Oh, right out and says it. It's tough to decide between these two lineups, but somehow I like the blockers more. The jammers have MJ, but the Chuck and Shaq front court overcomes this, I think. Plus the blockers have more historical Blazers members on the team, which scores big personal points for me as a lifetime Blazers fan. I'm not sure we can count this one, Jason. Looks like you you kind of your bias <clears throat> stepped in. We did neglect the uh, Blazer appearance count up until now. <laughs> yeah, you didn't the, put on, that in there? No. Uh, the other one comes from your friend Darren. Okay. And he oh, God, said... Gonna, I, I thought I'd had the worst of it, but here it comes. <laughs> he said, uh, Ian will win because Pete is ugly. Olajuwon MVP. A nice, succinct roundup <laughs> of... What we're all thinking. He mentioned a player. <laughs> Somehow, I think he had the 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 most accurate analysis. Okay, yeah, thanks, so Darren. That, Appreciate that was it. Elijah won MVP. Put that in your betting books. And the final one comes from a very special listener, who who was our Jersey winning fan. Oh, Aaron. I thought, I thought he was going to say it was your mum. She's like, Nolan Ryan has eight oh, no. strikeouts and King Griffey yeah. hits a home run. Well, Michael Jordan was in. It could be an easy mistake. <laughs> I know. But yeah, Dikimbi Matombo is going to hit three home yeah. runs. <laughs> <laughs> My mom would definitely say, Carl Malone has the best haircut. Oh, thanks, mom. Okay, whatever. Okay. Okay, but my mom didn't have a, a pick, but um, it says Ron's final breakdown. <clears throat> Hello. As the biggest Magic on the Blacktop fan, I wanted to weigh in in the final matchup between two admirable teams, one with a lovely radio voice and accent, and the other the smell of a rat sleeping in a used dryer sheet. (laughs) (laughs) What do we mean? Well, technically, you have an accent too to me, so... He either really hates me, (laughs) or he knows knows me. I don't know. Point guard. 
Oh, he's going by, uh, it says, I don't know what he said. Point guard blockers. Jason Kidd is by far the best, the best point guard on the current roster. His dominant win for the blockers. Shooting guard, Michael Jordan. Sorry, Pete. This one eating close, but Clyde is the only shooting guard of the era, even measurably close in name and style. Still, Jammers win this one. Small forward, Jammers. Dennis Rodman? I love Detlef so, so much. I'd pick him over Marley. Fuck, 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 fuck. But the Jammers win this one with Rodman. The worm shuts down both. There you go. Power forward, Blockers. I love KG. Doesn't matter. Malone is better. Barkley is better. Hey, we said that too. Both both body KG into oblivion. KG came after the time when bodies were bodies. Hell, even Sean Kemp would body KG on some possessions. I love KG, but I think that he's the third best power forward on the floor in this contest. I rank them alone. Barkley, KG, Kemp. Mace takes this one. He forgot about Vin Baker. It's okay, though. Centers, I love the dream. He is one of my favorite players ever. But if we take careers into account, if we argue that there has ever been a more dominant center than Shaq, I quit sports entirely. Shaq is number one, and everyone else is five to 100. Shaq is one to four, the rest are done. These are my rankings by position. Backups aren't as important, but if, I, but if so, I say that the positions, including backups, go in this order. Point guard, blockers. Shooting guard, jammers. Small forward, jammers. Power forward, blockers. Centers, blockers. Edge, Pete Blockers, Godspeed, gentlemen. Let the contest be fair and foul. Mm, there see. you go. Surprisingly, and mm. what's incredible is like the listeners have voted the Blockers as the fan favorite, while the stats that you listed off in terms of championships, points, rebounds, rings, MVPs mm. are the Jammers. Mm. All that's left is for fate and NBA Jam Live 2001. Props to Chris because he did look at it as an overall matchup because what we've done up until now, as you said, is look at each position. Right. And we haven't really considered how that all works together. I want you to tell me how this plays out. Who's your finals MVP? Who's your biggest bust? Who's the surprising X factor? And who do you got? Okay. Well, I'm going to go with my team winning. In how many games? We're not going to sweep. It's going to be close. Gee, thanks. I think it's going to go... uh, So, um, okay, I'm judging this if they actually played. I'm not judging it on what the SNES is capable of. Yeah, we're going off like an actual, like, it's an actual game. I'm going to go with the Jammers winning in six. I'm going to have the MVP as Michael Jordan. (laughs) No. I'm shocked. How many more risks are you going to take? I'm going to have... I, I genuinely think I've got the best defensive five possibly assemblable is that a word assemblable yeah Joe Dumas Michael Jordan Dennis Rodman Kevin Garnett Hakeem Olajuwon so my focus is defense so I think that's I've got the edge in that cohesive unit of stopping the ball coming off the bench I think Chris Webb is going to be a revolution for me I think I think KG he's your X Factor I think it's C-Webb Wow, I think it's C Web. I think he can uh, he can fill the stat sheet you know I think my two my, my main threats coming off the bench are Reggie Miller and Chris Webber. I think I'm going to use Divac and Scott very sparingly. Scott, maybe when I need a, you know, the, the end of the shot, you know, the end when of you're the, up by 20. When uh, when I need to get a shot off, maybe, and, uh, you know, I've got an out of bounds play, I've got a timeout with 10 seconds to go, and, I, you know, I'll put him on there for a three point threat. But I don't know. Parrish, I think, is underrated because we didn't really get to see him. Um, but going by what I've read, I'm going to be honest, I've never seen Robert Parrish play a full game in my life. I've seen some highlights. But That's a good point. Him. Me too. Um, but going by what people say, I think Glenn Robinson can put up numbers. He averaged 20 
a game for his career. You know, he, he only played 10 seasons, but at the same time, that's pretty incredible. So I feel like Joe Dumas, you know, people forget Joe Dumas for his career, average 16 points a game. He could score. He had, he had one season where he got the finals MVP. He averaged like 20 something points. Over a game. 20. Over 20 like game. 22 a game. But 24 a game. Offensively, Tim Hardaway is a better player. So that's going to be a very different dynamic depending sure. on who's running the, the, the point, how defensive the, the toe. So I feel like. I don't know. I feel like Jordan, the scoring he provides with Tim Hardaway, that could be a you know when we need an offensive spark, we can kind of run the floor. It's a lot quicker. Oh, really? You can push the pace exactly when we need to. So, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be close. Who's your biggest bust of the the series? Who do you think's going to disappoint? Okay, so we're not talking about who's going to be the least, the the lowest contributor. No, it's it's like you someone you may have had high expectations for who just couldn't handle it. It could actually be Reggie. I I, f- I feel like he's not gonna like coming off the bench. I feel like he's not gonna, you know, he <laughs> a malcontent. Yeah, he's he's not gonna, you know, Jordan. I'm gonna be honest here. Jordan, there's not gonna be too much time where Jordan's on the bench. I'm <laughs> sorry, but he's gonna play the majority. And I don't know how which Reggie we have Miller no control thought. of technically. Oh really? The subs are all computer. automatic. Okay, well, pff, I might yeah. be able to edit that where we can call timeouts though. I think Reggie. I think Reggie. Who knows what he's like when he's not the man? Never been. He's always he was the same team the whole time, and he's always the best player there. So who knows? So that's that. jammers and six MVP is Jordan, bust is Miller, and your X factor is Chris Weber. Yeah, interesting analysis. It's too bad it won't come true. Okay, what you got? I think this is one of the most competitive series you could imagine. Mm. I think it's going to be a low scoring affair. To be honest, I think we're going to struggle to score points. Not a lot of three-pointers taken or made. I think it's going to be an inside battle for both teams with a lot of drives, a lot of mid-range jumpers. I don't think the three is going to be a major impact. MVP of the series, haven't decided. But I can tell you who the biggest bust is. It's going to be Rodman. A guy who's known for his rebounding and defense is going to find himself pushed out by these bigs. And he can't reach the rim. Sorry, I thought you meant on my team who the biggest bust was. Oh, you can be. use me if you want. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not picking one of mine then. Uh, <laughs> take your pick. Uh, no, no, carry on, carry on, carry on. Uh, I think Rodman will be the biggest bust. On my personal team, I think, um, well, it's a tough team to pick a bust. They're all excellent players. Uh, probably Mutombo. I think like if I had to go personally, why, why would you think Rodman would be a bust? Because he's not expected to do much. He's expected to rebound, which he does naturally. He can... I do. Th- I know, but I think that when he's presented with the option of there's like world class players at every position who now can have the rock, he's not going to get the rebounds because Malone and Shaq and Olajuwon are all competing around the paint. There's just no way he's going to get in there. I just what I think, especially when he's got to honor either Dan Marley or Detlef Schrempf on the three. Both those guys can shoot the rock, so he can't get super close like a regular, maybe a small forward, maybe a mid-ranger like Glenn Robinson or something. Mm. These guys are going to be way out, and he's going to have to be stuck out there with them. Okay. So I think his contributions are going to be limited. Uh, the X factor for me is going to be Clyde. I think that MJ is obviously the best. I even would put MJ as a losing MVP because that's pretty rare. Uh, if not him as the MVP, it's going to be Shaq. But I think the losing MVP will be Michael Jordan. I think when we look at the stats, he will be the best player on the court at any time. Okay. But Clyde's going to come through. Clyde's going to be some big-time buckets, and he's going to slide. He's going to have a lot of assists. I think he's going to have more assists than Jason Kidd. It's possible. Or at least five a game. Uh, I'm going to choose the Kansas blockers. Surprise, surprise. In seven. This is going the distance, baby. Sorry, for bus, as you gave two, I feel I should give two. Go as ahead. Well. Um, 
I don't necessarily know how much you would play him because he's not in your. Don't say Vin Baker. No, I was gonna say Sean Kemp. Hey, I wouldn't. I would go somewhere else. I'm. I'm hoping he doesn't reach the floor. Oh wow. Okay. If we're if we're looking at biggest bus, I'm gonna say Dan Marley. Uh, yeah. I feel like he's kind of. You know, he was all right. He was good. But when we're talking about how good the average player is in this group, and for someone to be having quite a dominant role in it, I would say he is the one who could get exposed. Definitely. And what's interesting about the the way my team I'm hoping approaches it, because I have little to no control. Mm. Obviously, you have a great defensive unit. Obviously. Like you said, I can barely... There's very few people I could choose five defensive players better than the ones you've got already on your team. Mm. That being said, I've got a great offense. I know you've got Jordan who can throw in 38 or 40 a game or whatever. But I think that the the options that we have and the looks that we can create are really going to confuse your players who have not had to go up against eight all-stars at the same time on the court. So I think the points, even though it'll be a low-scoring affair because I think buckets will be hard to get, I still think we win in our victories. We still have a comfortable win of like eight to ten points per game. Not going to be a lot of close games in this. I think it's going to go one way or the other when momentum Mm. hits, and there's not going to be any buzzer beaters. Blockers in seven, Pippin jersey, Goes right over your fat head and right into Shibuya Square. Do you, are you, I just want to let you know, what would you say overall your average point per game across your whole team? They're very close between me and you, by the way. But your, ah, your average see. player point per game, what would you guess? Just 20, 26. Uh, no, it's a little high. Eh, well, I have Kemp and all those guys, though. 24.5. 15.6. That's shit. Who the hell's on my team who couldn't score a bucket? Jason Kidd, 12.9. 15? All right, what do you got? I'm going to guess like 19 then. No, no, 16.9. Wow, we suck. So yeah, when you think about it. I, I mean, guess points are a premium. Yeah. I thought all uh, these guys dumped in 20 a game. No, so you're... Okay, let me just go over... I know we're running over, but let me just go over the 20-point guys. Okay, so for, for the regular season, throughout their career, who averaged... 20 or more points a game, okay? Okay. You have got Clyde, who averaged 20.4. You have got Charles Barkley, who averaged 22.1. You've got Shaquille O'Neal, who averaged 23.7. And you have got Carl Malone. Who averaged 89 points a who game. Who averaged 25. Who have I got? Who do you reckon was a 20-point scorer on my team? Uh, I don't think he had any. Jordan was a 30. Oh, right. That one. <laughs> well, I was right. <laughs> uh, I think you got Miller was around 18. Hakeem was 22. Okay. Glenn Robinson and Chris Webber. I got to say, after 12 weeks, that was some of the most fun I've ever had. It was what the doctor ordered. You know, it was stressful times with COVID. We can't go out. We can't, you know, we had to either. we had to take a step away from our regular lives of going to the bar we go to and getting drunk in there. But you know, so at you the know bar what? we would talk about sports and yeah, we, we talked would. about podcasts, and it's fun that we actually put it into you know something, some action. So you know what? Thank you so much, everyone who's listened to this, because it's been you know even if no one listened to it, we would still really enjoy doing it with the microphones off, an excuse to argue with each other about nineties basketball. You know, it's been such a fun thing to do over the last twelve weeks. What I was going to say was, yeah, go ahead. Um, we are planning to do season two. Series one, very much focused on 90s basketball, mid-90s basketball, 94-95. And that was a strategical choice because they were the cheapest possible cards we could find. (laughs) However, 
we've upped the ante. We do. Can can I mention it? No, can, not can I... yet. You no. can't tell what year no. we have. No. After the championship. Okay, well, we have a different year. We do have a different year. Um, we're very excited about it. Can I say whether it's earlier or later? Than you can say era? that. Okay, it's later than this era. It is later. And so we're planning on doing uh, another series of this. We're going to have a little break between the end of this series, and then we're going to come straight into series two. So all I would say is I'm planning on the website just to set up a little newsletter to let everyone know when that one's coming in, and also to send out at the end of each week who picked what. You know, it's a little bit of information and if you're at all interested please go on the website it's live now there's a little bit at the bottom that says join the newsletter and at least and that'd be great just to let us know that you're interested and you're you know waiting for season two and uh yeah i don't know i'm really looking forward to it i agree and and you know just a a reminder if you've made it this far in one day's time from now almost uh 36 hours we'll be live from gakuge daigaku and we're going to be streaming on twitch our championship games i fully expect i might be alone i hope ian shows up <laughs> I'll, I'll pass in and out <laughs> well, well we're getting pizzas we're getting some beers we're getting some kraken we're getting some coke it's going to be a night of debauchery and insults and we're going to see how many games we can get through and how many games that we're going to have fun we don't know the exact amount but the main thing is is ian's right we're, we're, we're sitting here talking into the ether i know that we have some responses but we hope that you join the newsletter uh, hit us up on our social media accounts just so we know that we're we're still alive and kicking. Yeah, what well, I think that the responses we got in the email and the letter forms were proof. I'm pretty sure you wrote those yourself. But, I did. Uh... All right, but everybody, that's enough. Ian, you got a hell of a job editing tomorrow, and I'll be streaming tomorrow live. Nobody will hear this because, it... hey, everyone, I'm streaming live. You can tell me if you want. <laughs> I'm editing all of our stats tomorrow. Live on uh, okay. Twitch on Premiere Two. Okay. Premiere Two. Okay. And I also have to unlock Michael Jordan still. Oh God. Good luck to me. 24 hours. I have 12-hour stream tomorrow. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Ian, good luck on the court. Thank you very much. The Jammers. Bye-bye. The the Blockers. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Magic on the blacktop. Work that ball.